This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome to, back to Future Talk right here on Pulse at 95. It's me, Hani Belkis, with Omnia Sar, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world. Now, TikTok is asking for some help against its rivals. They're asking Instagram and Facebook to help fight the TikTok ban that's being implemented in the U.S. Who knew that TikTok would ask for help from the two companies that are trying to take over TikTok? But you know what? Who knew that TikTok drama is not over yet because I thought the minute TikTok US was sold to Oracle that we were never going to be seeing TikTok yes. making headlines once again. But apparently mm. today it could be the day when TikTok is totally banned from the US alongside WeChat. But guess what, Omnia? Guess what? Three hours ago or four hours ago, t- uh, Donald Trump has signed the TikTok deal. Oh, yes. so it has been done. It has been done so far that he has approved of the Oracle TikTok deal. Finally, finally. So Great we're gonna ask, so, so we're gonna see and see what they're talking about and why do they need help? Yes, indeed. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're talking all about Google and Facebook going under pressure to ban children's ads. Now, we've definitely seen a lot of controversy about tracking children's information, but will Google and Facebook be able to escape this pressure? We have only time to tell. Yes, indeed. And we have a very interesting interview with today with a regular on the Future Talk show. Yes, indeed. The CEO of Sharjah Research and Development Technology and Innovation Park, Mr. Hussein Al Mahmoudi, will be joining us to tell us about the first edition of the MENA Innovation Technology Transfer Summit that's going to be connecting Sharjah, Paris, and New York on a span of about 14 hours discussing different aspects of innovation, technology, and sustainability. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots is in store right here on Future Talk. We have a very packed show, so keep pausing. 95 locked and we'll be right back pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the uae and around the world we thought tiktok drama was over but little did we know today might be the day when it's actually over because this weekend there was a lot of talk about it Donald Trump basically not approving of TikTok and the Oracle deal. But we also have seen TikTok actually reach out to Instagram and Facebook for help, asking for help to prevent uh, Donald Trump from banning TikTok in the U.S. Mm. But the hottest news have, uh, has arrived today about Trump basically agreeing to deal in which TikTok will be partnering with Oracle and Walmart. What Donald Trump calls is his blessing. He has given the Oracle and Walmart deal his blessing, as he said, and that they're all good to go. All systems are set to approve the deal. And once that happens, ladies and gentlemen, mm. TikTok won't be banned in the U.S. Now, around a month and a half ago, I think it's 45 days from today, yeah. uh, President Donald Trump did ban, uh, did send a ban that TikTok has 45 days or else it would be banned in the U.S. with WeChat, which is all China-based and owned. And we know Donald Trump, mm-hmm. he has a problem with China. So it does come into question and does not come into question why he asked for the ban. Now, the Trump administration did call for a TikTok ban earlier this year, which was due to a security concern. And the administration did demand that ByteDance sell its U.S. operations to an American company by September 15th. We are September 20th. Or yeah. 
it would be banned indefinitely. Now, why is TikTok being banned? Because of a data breach. And now, the U.S. government wants a piece of the pie. So, Oracle, it does make sense why Oracle and Walmart would score the deal instead of Microsoft. Because Oracle and Walmart are very big with the U.S. government. Yes. Now, Walmart, for those who don't know, is like your car for right here in the, in the yeah, Gulf. Yeah, it's like a convenience store. It's a, conv- it's a supermarket. Yeah. So I wonder why Walmart put its... Now, Walmart, by the way, mm. is very, very wealthy. It is. The very, well, I think the top 10 billionaires in the U.S. Is the owner of Walmart. One of them is the being family one. of Walmart. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about like not top 10. Let's go top 20. Yeah. All of them, I think like six of them are have ties to Walmart. Well, if you're wondering why Oracle was even a part of the deal, it's because of its cloud-based services. So uh, shortly after Donald Trump came up to give his blessings and commented on approving of the deal, Oracle announced that it was chosen as TikTok's secure cloud provider and that's going to be the minority investor with a 12.5% stake. Now, TikTok did confirm that Oracle's role was basically going to help it secure all of its platforms and ensure that the U.S. citizens are safe and sound from any data breaches. TikTok's Chinese parent company, ByteDance, will still own the remaining 80% of TikTok. And just because 40% of ByteDance is now owned by the U.S. venture capital firms, that does not mean that TikTok Global is completely owned by Donald Trump. So... It's still very much under Chinese control. However, the U.S. part of it is yes. owned now by uh, Walmart and Oracle. But a question comes to mind, which is the fact that was, you know, the main worry in the very beginning of this deal. Will they actually be able to transfer the code, all of the details and all of the programming mm. of TikTok to Oracle and Walmart? Or will it still be, all, you know, interiorly um owned by ByteDance. So let's get into it, Omnia. I love mm. the question, so let's get into it. I'm going to speak on the behalf of TikTok Incorporated. So okay. we know that they diverted the deal with Microsoft because mm. Microsoft would want to control TikTok. Now, yeah. we know that TikTok so far has been successful. They have no problems. It is successful around the world. So if a new management comes in, TikTok might not be as successful in the U.S., And we know that Microsoft would want to control it and the ins and outs. Now, Oracle came with a different approach. Oracle Mm. and Microsoft and uh, Walmart, sorry, came with a different approach. They said, listen, we'll buy it. We'll be your we'll be your spine. You guys control everything. But the cloud servicing and everything is going to be through us, Oracle. Walmart will pitch in with the deal and we'll do whatever we need to do to make that deal work. But you guys have full control over the app. All we're doing is it's like an investor, Omnia. Basically. When you, inv- you invest money, you're an investor. You don't have a say. You have a, a percentage of the say, but you don't have that majority vote. So that's what TikTok did. And it does make sense because Oracle and Walmart have big ties with the U.S. government. And they do they are friends with the U.S. government. Yeah, and they're, they're still going to be getting a piece of the cake. But yes. Will, in, in terms of privacy, will anything change? We only have time to tell. But Instead of being diverted to China, it's being diverted to America. <laughs> Basically. So that's what's happening. Um, but what was interesting is 
before uh, or during the worry period of banning TikTok, especially over the past two days, TikTok actually reached out to Facebook and Instagram to ask them to publicly join their challenge and support their business because they were very worried about the app being completely blocked starting from September 20. And this new order uh, that was issued by the Department of Commerce got people very worried about not being able to download TikTok and mm. they basically wanted to prevent a catastrophe mm. from happening. So they actually reached out to their rivals, yes. Instagram and Facebook. And, and the funny thing is that Facebook, which is Instagram, uh, Instagram, which is Facebook owned, yeah. was coming out with the Reels platform, True. which was <laughs> supposed to go head to head with TikTok. So it's either Instagram has so much leverage or TikTok is so strong that they don't mind asking for a hand. Uh, it's crazy because... I, you can look at it at both ways. Yeah, and the thing is, would you actually... I feel like they actually hit rock bottom for them to be able to muster up the courage I to mean, ask their competitor for help. I mean, being banned and becoming unbanned is harder than it seems. True. Now, if they sell it and they don't get banned because there's going to be a lawsuit, court mm. process, uh, court hearings. And we do know courts do take quite a while, can take up to six months to a full couple of years. So... Asking for a hand before it becomes officially banned is great. And Donald Trump did say it has his blessing. He approves of the deal. So there's nothing to worry about. But Google has something to worry about. Yes, indeed. Google and Facebook both are currently under pressure to ban children's ads. Now, we all know that tech firms tend to basically in a way or another spy on our information and if you want more details on that you should probably check out the documentary Social Dilemma because it definitely tells you a lot about how our smartphones smart devices and all of the platforms that we use are basically spying on us but behavioral advertising not only undermines our privacy but it also puts all those youngsters all those children under a lot of risk and this pressure that is coming uh, is being addressed to Google Amazon Apple Facebook and Microsoft because in a separate move Google owned YouTube was actually accused of unlawfully mining data from about 5 million children who were under 13 years old in the UK. Now, I love what the EU is doing on there. Yes. Now, the EU has been tackling cybersecurity, uh, data mining, privacy in a way that no other union has done. Now, the EU, the European Union, even a couple of years back, Omnia, they banned microtransactions in mobile games in the EU because they found it as a form of gambling mm. to these youngsters because there was mystery boxes. There was a lot of things. And these youngsters, now, they were they were uh, taking their mom's credit card, their yeah. dad's credit card, without them knowing and buying online things and basically gambling and having an addiction. We saw tragedies. I remember reading stories about children who basically spent about 500 dinhams right here in the UAE on computer games, on yes. different uh, things that they bought within the game. Yes. So there's honestly no justification for targeting teenagers or even children when it comes to using social media platforms or even platforms like Google. Yeah, and, and UAE did a great initiative as True. well. It's Salah did put a cap on the app so yes. you can limit it from uh, I think it's I think the minimum is 100 dirhams and you can go up to how much money you want to put on the app store. So you can't so, necessarily... Yes. Yeah, so if you do card. give your, your a, a child a phone, now we do 
we all give our child, I don't have a child, but children and cousins, whatever, these yeah. youngsters' phones to play games on them, they could accidentally buy a game or even buy in a purchase, an in-store purchase. Or even a subscription. So, so you have something deducted yeah. out, of your, so, out of your credit card every single month mm. and you don't even know where it came from. So, so, so it's a lot what they did is say, hey, there's a cap on it that you can't go above it. And to change that cap, you actually have to call Salat and confirm with the last four digits of your Emirates ID and say, yes, I am Hani, blah, 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 blah. And to get that cap raised, let us know what you think, guys. 4215 What do you think about TikTok asking a hand from Google, from Facebook and Instagram? What do you think about Donald Trump giving them its blessing, his blessing? And what do you think about child advertising? We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking to His Excellency Hussein Mahmoudi. Pulse 95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis. Sharjah has always been a pioneer whenever it comes to innovation, technology, and the different advancements that we have been able to witness in this emirate. But one of the biggest pioneers of technology right here in the heart of Sharjah is the Sharjah Research, Technology, and Innovation Park. Luckily, they are organizing the first edition of the MENA Innovation Technology Transfer Summit, which is basically a very uh, interesting concept of a hybrid summit. It's going to be connecting Sharjah, Paris, and New York. And they're going to be having different discussions on innovation and technology transfer. Joining us today to tell us more about it is the CEO of Sharjah Research and Development, Technology and Innovation Park, Mr. Hussein Al Mahmoudi. Welcome to the show, Mr. Hussein. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on. You are a regular on Future Talk. It's always a good time when you're on the show. Welcome back. Thank you very much. So, so let's get into it and ask what are the topics that the summit will discuss? The summit will discuss various topics related to basically uh, technology trends and technology uh, development. So uh, topics uh, such as space, topics such as water, topics such as transport and logistics, topics such as digitizations and artificial intelligence, topics such as uh, 3D printing and additive manufacturing, all the emerging topics that we believe that we in Sharjah and the UAE uh, would like to leverage and promote and really attract to our economy are covered in this uh, summit. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, whenever we're talking about the summit, what's interesting about it is it's going to be a hybrid international one. So can you tell us a little bit about which countries will be involved, uh, including Sharjah, and how many speakers uh, will be attending the summit? So the, 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 the concept of the hybrid uh, summit is really, uh, you know, leveraging uh, digitization and the digital uh, an internet to really con- con- be connected to the wo- whole world. The summit will have a different uh, aspect of it, uh, more some of it is, is really mm. uh, virtual, but the other part is more uh, physical summit. Mm. The uh, participant comes from all over the world. We connected uh, Sharjah to all continents of the world, from South America to Africa to North America to Europe to Asia. Uh, we have more than 70 speakers uh, speaking from government, we are very uh, proud to have uh, 70 uh, speakers, among them almost nine ministers for different wow. countries, both uh, from the Middle East, from Europe, from South America. We also have more than 2,500 participants so far, uh, around 14 hours 
we will be discussing all type of topics. Mm. Mm. Now, the summit will also discuss a certain aspect that I like the most, which is digital equality, which is equal access to the internet. Now, I want to ask you, why is it so important to have this form of equality? I think uh, the world has been suffering for mm. a long time from inequality of, 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 of progress and development uh, between the different nations, especially in Africa and other parts of the world, including the Middle East. Mm. We believe that with, with, with the digital uh, world, we can connect the world more uh, robustly. And this is what we are trying to do. So one of the key components of this summit is to address the Sustainable Development Millennium Goal, the 17 uh, goals. And one of them is this, this digital equality. Mm. So. Uh, we try to connect cities, we try to connect universities from different parts of the world, we try to connect uh, private sector from the uh, from different parts of the world uh, with the aim to really uh, build a more inclusive and diverse economy and relationship. Absolutely. Coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be talking a little bit about when is the summit going to happen? And a very interesting aspect about it is it's also going to be including the first ever MENA Innovation Technology Transfer Summits Awards. So who will be a part of those awards? And uh, we're going to be learning a little bit more about them from Mr. Hussain Al-Mahmoudi. If you have any questions, make sure you send them in at 4215 Dur or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hany Balkis. Mark your calendars because this week we have a very important summit happening right here in Sharjah for all those who are lovers and involved in technology and innovation because the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park, the UAE's premier research and innovation hub, is organizing the first edition of the MENA Innovation Technology Transfer Summit. Joining us today is the CEO of this park, Mr. Hussain Al-Mahmoudi, who has been telling us a little bit about what this summit will be involving and how many countries it will be connecting. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Hussain, for joining us today. Everyone is excited for this summit. It is a first of mm. its kind, but people are definitely wondering what time it's going to happen on the 22nd of September and where can they catch this summit? So the uh, summit will take place at 10 a.m. It's a virtual summit, so you can go to our website or the mitt.ae uh, summit and you can register there. It's a free of charge summit. Mm -hmm. It will be uh, a marathon summit, so it will start at 10 a.m. our time and it will go for 14 hours non-stop. Wow. Uh, uh, capturing different geography around the world from, as I said, Middle East to Europe, to America, to South America, to Africa and Asia. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can go to our website and register there. Mm -hmm. So lots and lots to be able to catch up mm -hmm. on. And the best part about it is it's free of charge. So everyone can actually hop onto the summit. Free of charge. You got 14 hours. So I don't think you can be late to this summit as it is on the laptop or computer, whatever device you want to use. And I know there will be awards recognizing global excellence and leadership as well. Can you tell us a little bit about those awards? So part of the summit, we have an award uh, part, which is we are awarding the uh, uh, the Women in Technology Award. We have uh, the Middle East Technology Award and we have a Global Leadership Award. Mm -hmm. So these are the three categories of the award that will the committee 
will be selecting uh, uh, the nominees for this year. Mm-hmm. And who is uh, basically nominated or will be able to participate to win these awards? So people can nominate themselves through again our website. Uh, however, there are also nominations for different people, uh, and it gets filtered for the for, by the by the summit committee, mm-hmm. and we will be identifying and choosing the 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 the, the, uh, the winners basically. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. objectives of this is we are we are looking for motivational leadership in technology. We are looking for leaders, uh, especially women in technology uh, leaders, and also global leadership in these difficult times. Uh, so it has a different uh, category, regional and global. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the most important topics uh, that we have seen uh, basically become hopefully a part of this summit is the concept of sustainability, how mm-hmm. to future proof one of the world's most important natural resources, which is water. Can you tell us a little bit about the discussions that will be held uh, on how we can use technology to basically help encourage that? So as you put it right, water is a, is a key is a key topic uh, globally, and we are trying, and at SRTIP to really lead a discussion around how we uh, improve our use of, the, of 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 water and what technologies can be implemented to become more efficient and more sustainable when we use to uh, when we when we deal with water and how can we really do, you know, uh, use better form of desalination for water and also water management and sustainability when it comes to water. So there will be different topics covering this specific topic of water. And, I and what, is, what, are, what are the, you know, the emerging research and development when it comes to uh, the topic of water? And I also know that we're, the, the summit will also talk about the future of space and how humans can someday colonize the red planet as well, correct? Absolutely. Amazing. So as you know, we, as a country, we have a very uh, aggressive, I would say, uh, plans toward the space industry. Mm-hmm. We sent a strong recently, and we now we have a Mars mission. This is an industry that has been groomed by the UAE, that's been developed by the UAE now, and it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a priority uh, uh, topic on the development and innovation strategy of the country. So this is something we are uh, hosting global leaders when it comes people. One of our key speakers will be uh, Her Excellency Sarah Al-Amiri, Minister mm-hmm. of Space mm-hmm. uh, Technology. We are also hosting uh, our astronaut, Hazza Al-Mansouri, who's speaking as well. And we have also very strong participation from NASA. The Chief uh, uh, Technology Officer of NASA will be speaking. The Outreach uh, and Communication uh, Directors of NASA will be speaking. So we have also global participation in this uh, topic as well. It's amazing because this will definitely be a place for all those mm-hmm. uh, youngsters who are interested in space. Because once upon a time, you know, going to space seemed like a far-fetched dream. But if they get to have a chance to hop onto this virtual marathon, they will get a lot more knowledge uh, than they would typically find online. Uh, another celebration that the park is having is that of its main hub. You recently, uh, the park itself has opened up its main innovation hub. Can you tell us about the different facilities that uh, you are offering there? So we just uh, uh, moved to our uh, iconic uh, headquarters uh, located at the Sharjah Airport Road. Mm-hmm. It's a, a very unique building which has uh, from outside an Arabic uh, Islamic architecture Mm-hmm. But from inside is really very innovative and technology and modern architecture. The uh, 
headquarter will be a home for open innovation under the umbrella of this headquarter we will have co- different companies from different parts mm-hmm. uh, of the innovation ecosystem we have in the in the headquarter an inv- a charger open innovation lab which is a lab equipped with all kind of uh, machinery rapid prototyping 3d printing cnc machine electronics textile for startups to st- come and start their own businesses we also have an innovation launch which will be a home for startup and incubators the building has a beautiful uh, two atriums uh, differently dif- differently themed one around savannah so it's a very green mm. atriums, big atrium and the other one has cloud which, which changes the color it has <clears throat> an open theater the building has an open theater for events it wow. has also conferencing facilities inside so we invite entrepreneurs mm-hmm. startups to come and look at the building because this is, will be home for innovation home for startup home for building ventures and creating new uh, ventures that's amazing you guys are always doing amazing things at the Sharjah research technology and innovation park it's always a good time when you're on the show mr hussein and we, we love it when you're on you always tell us the new details that are happening in Sharjah, and we're proud we're very proud thank you very much and your time Thank you. Thanks a lot. Mark your calendars, everyone. The 22nd of September at 10 a.m. is the start of a 14-hour marathon worth of discussions on innovation, technology transfer, and sustainability. And as Mr. Hussain mentioned, you can... Everyone can go ahead and check them out on their website, srtip.ae, as well as uh, the MITT Summit. You can go and find the latest details on that as well. Mr. Hassan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such an honor to get to speak to you. Once again. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh, To everyone tuning in to us right now, we're going to be taking a short break. But once we come back, we're talking all about Facebook potentially working with Ray-Ban eyewear. That's going to be an interesting one. I, lo- I love talking about Facebook. Now you know me. Keep Pulse 95 <laughs> Law. Taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to the Book of Face. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Out of everything I expected to see coming from Facebook, the last thing I would have probably ever envisioned would be a collaboration with Ray-Ban glasses. But the reason is creating virtual reality slash augmented reality smart glasses. This is not coming anytime soon. The article actually says that it's going to be coming in 2021. However, the insiders, the people who actually know about the process of making this a reality, do say that their wide adoption won't become a reality up until 2025. Oof. Now, yeah, still a while to go. Now, I'm not surprised that Facebook joined with Ray-Ban because we know that Ray-Ban has stylish glasses. Oh, yeah. And why not look cool while you're doing this augmented virtual reality? I love that you mentioned this because everything that Facebook has come up with in terms of glasses, like the Oculus, I think, if I'm yes. not mistaken, all the different takes on virtual reality glasses, they all looked terribly weird, <laughs> if we, are, if, I, if I may say so myself. Mm. Now, I, I like that you brought, you brought that up, Omnia, because to make people normalize wearing these type of glasses, you have to bring something familiar to them. Mm-hmm. And we do know that Ray-Bans are quite familiar. Everyone across the globe knows what they are, but they are quite pricey. Yes. So I want to know, are we going to have a, a kind of rivalry between, mm. between, between brands now, glasses brands, maybe, uh, let's say, 
police Ooh. against Ray-Ban. Maybe police teams up with Samsung, Apple. Who knows? But the companies have actually not disclosed the new product's name, spec, software capabilities, or even pricing. Mm. And uh, I think the further details will be shared closer to the launch date. Now, that is, they don't want to kind of hype it up yet. They want to yeah. hype it up and then execute launching that 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 glasses. Now, the partnership will be combined Facebook apps with brand lens technology, which goes by the name of Luxtita brand and Esler Lens. Yes, indeed. Now, Facebook has been talking about augmented reality glasses for years now. And industry analysts who are immersed in this uh, form of technology wear have definitely been saying that the first model of smart glasses are not expected to offer full augmented reality capabilities like having holograms in front of all those who wear those smart glasses this is a little too far but Facebook is currently working on its very own project called Project Aria, which is a research initiative that will help it to build the first generation Mm. of wearable augmented reality devices alongside Ray-Bans. The company has built a research device that will be basically worn like a pair of glasses and it will help us uh, and help them understand how the software and hardware basically collaborate to make augmented reality become a reality. Now, I mean, this reminds me of old Disney shows. I'll tell you why. Why? <laughs> because I don't know what kind of Disney shows or Nickelodeon shows you watch, but if you remember, for example, uh, a kid would go through a heist and he'd wear the glasses and he'd have an earpiece <laughs> and they would tell him, go left, go right. Like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, like a with... walkie-talkie. But I also want to bring something into light. Yeah. Now, Facebook is a Facebook started as a social media company. It was a social media network and we don't see a lot of company, I mean, we have Twitter. Twitter doesn't yeah. get into the technology like what Facebook does. Facebook is innovative. Now, I I don't agree with Facebook on a lot of things, but I do give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Facebook does a lot for the tech industry, and it goes against the big competitors. Now we're seeing that Facebook wants to be the front line, wants to be beta <laughs> kulu. If I if you guys remember last week, I told you beta kulu <laughs> means for everything. They want to be everything related to technology, mm. whether it's cryptocurrency, having an in-store shop. They're they own watch mo- together the watch recent t- feature where they were trying to copy Netflix. Watch together. I mean, they're going all out, and I do give my hats off to the Facebook team. They do a lot. I mean, care about your data privacy a little bit. Maybe I might jump back in. (laughs) Speaking of Facebook team, the first people will be actually trying out those augmented reality glasses will be Facebook employees. So once it's actually brought to life, they'll be testing it out. But as far as we know, these glasses will be able to capture video and audio from all those who are wearing it. So it's basically going to be getting a point of view shot of everything that you're seeing, all of your eye movements and location data. But privacy always remains a big concern. Let us know what you think. Would you actually purchase Facebook's uh, wearables or smart glasses if they collaborated with Ray-Bans? Future Talk is coming to an end, but we are going to be opening the airwaves for Afternoon Karak, the dream team, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. Yes, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the ter- entertainment gaming industry. And I think they're talking about the PS5 as the PS5 Ooh. is booming <laughs> lately. But Future Talk is coming to an end. We're signing out. We're going back to space. <laughs> we'll come back to Earth, Mother Earth and Sharjah tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.